Welcome back. Week three, DJ NYC. We haven't quit. We're still here. We're still here. We're still winning. Yeah. Big. Bigly. Uh, <laughs> is that my friend Hugh Bigly on the other line? Hugh Bigley's in the chat. He didn't want to say anything. Hugh Bigley wanted to stop it and just and just say that he can't believe that uh he could finally divorce his wife and go live on a beach somewhere. And so this Hugh is Bigley's the, living the dream. This is the power broker speaking. Unbelievable <laughs> weekend for the break even boys. I mean, just Frankie said he loved the board last week. I love the board. I was tepid. And <laughs> what's what's kind of weird is we do these picks on a Wednesday. Mm-hmm. And so it's like before the injuries come out, it's before you really have a chance to see it. So it's like picking on a Wednesday is so much harder than picking on a Saturday. Yeah. Some of those games I picked on Sunday, the lines came out instantly. And I was like, I love the board. And it's so weird because like we pick these games and then like all week you sit on it and marinate. But I mean, Frankie, should I, do you want me to go over last week really quick? I think it's, I think it's your first going to be your first victory lap and it's a big victory lap. (laughs) You you texted me a nuclear strike. You said this (laughs) A tactical nuke dropped by Franklin. Dodd. <laughs> it's it's like getting a- it's getting to the point now. Last week was so crazy that both my dad and my dentist were like, "I'm thinking about starting to gamble." That's that's all we're here for. Yeah, we're shout out my dentist. The, the next generation of degenerates. I mean, it's I, I, it was like when you're playing COD back in middle school and you're just like running around the map and you're crouching. They just feel like tactical nuke incoming and you're like oh that's just dimes picks just coming from coming from the air oh you're like oh man what is that oh god is that colorado oh no way is that a 14 money line parlay oh my god let me go through this last week because it was an absolute heater of heaters and then i'll tell you what happened off pod because it was even crazier it was it was a hot weekend so let me go back frankie down's quick recap people love the recaps yep Uh, frankie down started the week minus two units spoiler alert he didn't stay there for long (laughs) Purdue money line plus two point four units. He had James Madison loser. Who cares? Marshall <laughs> minus one and a half two unit winner. Utah minus seven. That's a push, but pushes as pushes as good as a win in some communities. Yep. Rutgers, Utah, Mizzou, Notre Dame money line parlor. That's two units. Colorado minus two and a half. Straight up, never in doubt. Two units. Never in doubt. Uh, he went up. He's now up five point four units on the year. So a billion dollar better would now be able to. I don't know buy a pretty decent nfl team so maybe if you weren't a coward you could own the washington commanders think about that (laughs) why don't you because you had a a, lost in all of this is that you had a pretty successful weekend yourself what's what's insane was we went in a combined eight two and one that's for us to go eight two and one means i can only lose one game which i did rutgers minus nine and a half win maryland over 37 i think they scored 38 i'm just sharper than the number not a big deal <laughs> texas a&m minus one didn't really like that pick anyway don't know why i gave it uh notre dame minus three and a half under bama 63 and a half two unit winner and then colorado that was a that was a unity synchronous as a certified syndicate lock we decided i said i'm gonna ride you on that pause uh but that was an eight two and one 11.4 unit weekend if you were a million dollar better you would make 11 million dollars if you bet if you used our picks this last weekend and you can take that point four and pay uh pay uncle sam what he's owed that's this is true that was an absolutely electric weekend eight two and one uh we are both in the black right now yeah baby Um, we're one of the best podcasts in the country like and we don't and it's partially on me but we don't promote enough but like we're pretty sharp yeah we're picking on a wednesday you think frankie's up five point 
Frankie's up 5.4 units. I'm up 9.65. So we are up a combined. Let me do the math real quick. Yep. Let's call it, that's four. We're up 15 units, uh, which is insane. So not a lot of pods. Go look at your guys that give their free picks. Go look at the ones that actually keep track. Look at the other pods. Are any of them up 15 units right now? We're doing better than cover three, and we love cover three. We love cover three. Yeah. Let's have them on the show one time. Throw them a bone. Bud Elliott. Shout out. Um, so you see this sheet? I see it. Looks like I had a lot it, of W's. I, it has a lot of W's. I had it folded up nicely like a Mike Leach play card, RIP. Right, rip. On this sheet that I carried around with me in Greenville, North Carolina all weekend, was just tracking picks like manually. Like, because I was at the game at East Carolina seeing our friends. Wish you were there. I, I wish I was. I'm, we, I want to get into that story after this. I texted you two picks on Saturday morning. They were a two team parlay of Wake Forest. That was the team total, or no, it was Wake Forest minus six and the over. That hit. Winner. Uh, and then I texted you, I want Holy Cross plus nine and a half. Winner. That also hit. My lost on all of this, folks. I hit an eight, an 11, and a 12 leg money line parlay. More legs than a fucking centipede, kid. Unbelievable. I netted off pod, documented on my picket account. Go to the picket. 49 units over the weekend. Peter North huge. That's insane. I, I'm a, I, I'm not going to tell you my unit, but I, I want a good amount. I paid was, rent. I paid rent this month over the weekend in New York City. Okay, in he's New not York. Paying, he's not paying rent in some podunk Kansas town. He's paying in the Big Apple. Yep. But I, uh, it was it was an awesome weekend for picks. I told you I love the board. I'm a little bit worried about the board this week because I feel like Vegas is coming back with vengeance. This but, is not to cut you off, but this is one not a great week for football. No, oh the schedule this stinks. Is, this is an stinks. apple picking week. This is a take your old lady out week. There's not a lot going on. Yeah. Um, I think I struggled to find games. I liked it. Feel, it felt like a lot of the games, the teams that I like are either off or just playing FCS or garbage. Mm-hmm. And, and like you said, the Colorado minus two and a half had something like 98% of the public money and it cashed easy. So we'll take Vegas, that. Vegas isn't doing that two weeks in a row. So no, this is where we need to be safe. Um, but before we go into the picks, can you tell the folks about your travel adventures? Our new probably podcast sponsor was it U.S. Air? Delta. Oh my, American! Our new podcast sponsor. So, I have a gripe with American. Also, you—they've angered a powerful man. <laughs> yeah, and I got all these units to back it up. You know what? Now you're coming with a briefcase. Yeah, we're putting it on the table. Talk about negotiation tactics. But so I'm flying down to Raleigh, North Carolina, to pick up my Tesla that I rented because I'm huge. You are huge. And we get we fly down to Raleigh. We circle the airport for 45 minutes, and then they divert us to Greensboro due to weather, which is an hour away. Mind you, my best friend and gambling consigliere, Sambo, is behind in the plane behind us, flying from Cleveland. And guess what? They landed at Raleigh just fine. We're in Greensboro, and they tell us, because it was a weather issue, it wasn't. Because it was a weather issue, we are not liable for your travel to your destination. You have to figure it out on your own. I go to Hertz. I say, Hertz, I have a rental car an hour away. Can we get that changed to this airport? He goes, uh, we don't have any cars. And also, we're closed right now. It's 6 o'clock. And um, so that happens. And then this nice couple was like, we live in Cary. It's like 20 minutes away from the airport. You can ride with us. We'll give you blah, blah, blah. I declined respectfully. I took a $100 Uber to Raleigh Airport. 
to pick up my rental car where I met my friend Sam. We took the Tesla to Greenville, an hour and a half away. Had a great weekend. On the way back, I have a flight at 7 a.m. in Greenville, a flight at 9.30 a.m. in Charlotte, and then I land in Columbus, Ohio, right? I get to the air. I get to the airport just fine. Everything's all good. I'm stuck on the tarmac for an hour on Sunday in Raleigh. My plane leaves at 9.30. I land in Charlotte at 9 a.m., and I'm sprinting across the entire airport. They're calling the final. They said final call for group nine, the last group, my group, as I pull up to the gate. And I barely get in, and then I get to Columbus. My mom picks me up. I have a great weekend, and then I I just flew back today. I'm beat. Like, all my life, I've wanted to be a touring comedian. I don't know if I have it cut out. You don't don't think you have it? I don't know if I do. I'm not going to pretend like it didn't hurt when you called him your best friend, but that's okay. We're going to move past it. He is my best friend. It's okay. People need to know that people people listen to the podcast of friendship and picks. So it, it's like you it's weren't like a, at the men's summit. I, I was currently uh, trying to move my life, so couldn't be there. But what jersey are you wearing? Uh, I'm wearing a red Peter Wark jersey. Who? Peter Wark. Peter what? Wark. Wark. Warwick. Warwick. I don't know who that is. Peter, hold on. Peter Warwick. You're going to look really stupid whenever you Google it. Well, he sounds like a point star. Hold on. I got to get this thing out of the oven. Oh, yeah. Frank's like his pizza. That's fine. I'm going to take, I'll take over while you get your uh, $15 uh, bodega pizza out of there. But so basically what Dimes has been saying is, so he went to ECU last week and for to everyone that's trying to catch up, went to ECU, went to the boys trip, bunch of travel delays. I am currently booking for like six guys on this retreat. So I'm Saturday morning. My phone's lighting up with dudes trying to get picks in. And I don't know if you've ever booked for six people. Uh, the Venmo requests are electric. You're trying to get all these picks in at the same time. And what's funny is, you know, all of our friends are asking, what picks do you like? What picks do you like? And I'm like, if only we had a gambling podcast where you could have listened to all these winners. And then they text me like two days later and like, oh, I couldn't get that number. And, you know, I bet this other one. And then they lose by a point or three points because the, the line moved. If anything we've learned is whenever we give these picks out, you got to hammer them because that's the one advantage to betting earlier in the week is you can get some softer numbers. Like a lot of these, like I could still get Florida at seven right now. It's probably going to move towards six, six and a half. Uh, That's a little spoiler, one of my future picks. But I think that's going to be pretty much like one of the biggest things we take away from what I tell people is whenever you hear these picks, I know you're not going to rush. I know you're not rushing to download it. But if we're given a pick and you're deciding to tail, it's better to get it at the number we like than to wait and get it at a different number because nothing's worse than losing by a half point, point, anything like that. So I know, like I said, over the weekend, I had so many people text me, you know, they've lost the Alabama under that I gave them because they couldn't get it to that 63. They were stuck in the 50s. So that's my little ending note that when we give you a pick, we get at the number that we like. Don't wait till Saturday. Don't wait till Saturday because we move lines here. We're moving some. We're... We move We move lines. I, t- I think there's a line that I moved today. Uh, after a few more weeks like this, I think Vegas might be calling us, setting yeah. some numbers, setting some traps. But, but aside aside from because you weren't at the men's summit, I wasn't. Uh, was not. I do you want me to explain what it was like going to the East Carolina game, and then you tell me, me about your weekend. Give a give a quick give a quick shout. I'll take them inside the game. East Carolina was cool. It's a stadium and a venue that I've always wanted to go to because I love their fan base and their logo, and I, I just feel like it's a cool school that doesn't get a lot of notoriety. The students were students, and I'm never gonna be like the students were mean. They're kids. I'm not gonna be mad. The old people were 
awesome. I think a lot of those people remember when the Marshall plane crash happened because there's a unique bond between ECU and Marshall because that's the school that Marshall played on their whenever the plane crash, like they were on their way back after playing ECU in the plane crash. Mm. And then so there's a big memorial at the stadium that it, like, and like here is that. But um, so a lot of the older people remember that and they like have this, like they're very, very nice. Um, and then you have the people that probably are pipe fitters and work for like local 448 or whatever. And they're Carolina country dudes like through and through. They do not care about the plane crash. They will probably bring that up in as a, a point, a mocking point. And the thing is, is they're not students, so I'm not giving them the benefit of the doubt. I ran into a couple of these people. Uh, you know, you get the classic FU, F Marshall, and I had to, like, the amount of times I was like, I didn't even go there. Like, yeah. uh, one time this guy was like, FU Marshall, and this guy behind him who was an ECU guy was like, hey, no, we don't say that. Come on, Marshall, let's get out of here. Like, this guy was, like, trying to usher me through the crowd. But the weirdest in uh, interaction that I had, mind you, most of the interaction was fine. I would go back again. Uh, I probably wouldn't wear other teams' colors, but I'd go back again. Um, I'm in line to buy a shirt. I want. I love the ECU logo. I love the state uh, outline with a pirate in it. I think that's so cool. One of the coolest logos. And I'm in line to buy like a shirt, and I don't see a shirt with that logo on it. And this guy behind me had a polo with it on. Old dude. And I go, uh, I'm trying to find a shirt with... Do you know if they sell shirts anywhere else in the stadium? I'm trying to find a shirt with that logo on it because I think that's one of the coolest logos in, in sports. And he goes, you want a shirt with this logo on it? I was like, yeah, man. You know, I, I think it's really cool. I have always had a, a, a soft spot for ECU. I think it's really cool. And he goes, I don't know, man. And then the and then the pipe fitter guy shows up. And he was like, I know he's cool because he's got that purple on. I don't know that you're cool because you got that green on. Marshall, why do you have that on? And I was like, oh, I'm here visiting my friend. He's a doctor at ECU. You know, uh, I didn't go to either school, but but I love college football. And he goes, I don't know about that, man. I was like, well, I, I went to West Virginia. And I remember ECU and West Virginia used to have some battles. And he was like, well, why don't you take that off then? I was like, what? Right. He, goes, he goes, he goes, he goes, take that shirt off. I don't like it. I want you to take that shirt off. And I go, you want me to take my shirt off? I was like, why do you want me to take my shirt off? Kind of like grinning. The whole time I have a smile on my face because that's my defense mechanism is to be nice and smile. And he was like, you buy that shirt once you take it over there and burn it. This guy like wanted to like rip a shirt off of me because I asked if I could buy an ECU shirt. And he, I, I like he, people don't understand that you can just be a college football fan. That being said is I wish I was at the Western Pit game because I'd be starting all types of brawls. That's different. That's a documented rivalry. That is the, true. That was that is these true. teams are not even in the same conference or the that same state. It's a non-con. It's a non-con. That is true. That'd be like that'd be like like Akron coming to West Virginia. I think better not wear them colors around here. That's literally what it was. And I love the fact that Marshall also I had to leave at halftime because a hurricane set in. Yeah. Uh, I love the fact that Marshall trounced him. So good on you. Because this kid was like, aren't you guys bad at football? And I was like, well, Marshall's 1-0 and ECU's 0-1. So scoreboard, there, kid. there's that. <laughs> but that's how that went. It was a great time with great friends. I got bit by fire ants a couple times, and I got stuck in a monsoon. Other than that, I love North Carolina. So I had fun. I saw you I saw you laid up in a bed with one of our other friends. That was, you know, I don't know what was going on there, but I'm not here to judge. I know you were jealous, and I'm sorry about that. I was a little jealous, and I, I knew I could have been the big spoon there, but that's fine. How was your weekend? Uneventful. Um, <laughs> I watched some football. That was, I literally watched uh, 
I gotta say shout out to my girlfriend for just okay. letting me sit there on the couch for 10 hours both days and just watch football. Are uh, you being held her. hostage right now? No, no, no. I ignored her completely. At one point, she left to go do something, and I didn't notice for like an hour, and she said bye to me. And oh, I wow. Just, so she was like, hey, I'll see you. I was like, cool. And uh, so uh, all in all, first weekend together, vibe check, letting me watch 20 hours of football over two days. Pretty good. Uh, won a bunch of money. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you the dumbest thing I did this weekend in hindsight. Sure. I thought I was so I thought I was big genius. Uh watching the Bills Jets game. And this is why we're not in an NFL pod. Oh, we're not NFL. I had a bad NFL day. An NFL pod. I'm watching the Bills Jets game. Aaron Rodgers goes out. Whatever. Sucks. I'm not a Jets fan. I don't really care. Hope he hope he comes back next year. But uh he hurt he gets hurt. I immediately now a normal person would be like, Oh my god, the Jets season oh, is over. No. I can't believe this. But me. I immediately fire up the iPad. I'm like, what is the best Bills money line I can get? I no. have dark odds. And I'm looking <sighs> at this. I'm like, there is a Bills minus 185 out there right now. And I'm hammering it. And it goes to <laughs> minus 220. And I'm hammering it. And it goes to <laughs> minus 275. And I'm hammering it. And then Zach Wilson comes in and throws a pick to Matt Milano. And I'm hammering it. It's 13-6. It's halftime. It's 10 o'clock. I'm tired. I got to work in the morning. I'm like, you know what? This is a winner. This is, I'm going to bed a winner. I'm like, I got to bed. And like I just like I just like look at look at her. I'm like I just made the greatest financial decision of our life. And I'm like, and then I wake up and I get like the picket alert, and it's like, and I'm like, well, I won all these like little like same game parlays. I was like, cool. I was like, oh, the the Jets must have hung within seven. And then I open up my phone and I see that the Jets won it overtime. So um, apparently Zach Wilson, the milf hunter, led him all the way back. <laughs> and, uh, you know what? Like I was a 47 year old divorcee, he uh, he fucked me. So. <laughs> Good on him. Uh, bad on me betting pro football, and I'm back to my true love, college football. It's the best sport in the world, and that's what it, the country hicks and ECU didn't understand. He, he, the North Kakalaki boys aren't with it. They didn't understand that I just love the game. Uh, love dumbest the decision game. I did over the weekend was staying up till my, I had to leave our friend's house in Greenville at 4 a.m. to make it to the airport by Raleigh because my flight is at 7. It's an hour and a half flight, 6, whatever. Check the rental car in. I stayed up till 1.30 watching Oklahoma State, uh, Arizona State, because Oklahoma State, I had them minus three, and then I had them as, and then they were two legs in my 11 and 12 leg parlay, and I had to see that come through. I had to see that come through. I don't blame you one bit. I don't blame you one bit. Yeah, that's that's the dumbest decision I did over the weekend. Are you moving again this weekend, or what's your status? I'm done. done. We're done. You look like you're in the – are you like you're in a closet again? My recording studio, I mean, my state-of-the-art recording studio. Oh, is that the same closet from your old house? No, 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 different one. Oh, you just record in the closet now. I just – I like – Oh, sorry, uh, the studio. The studio. Sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm in the studio. You're going to have to staple some, like, McDonald's drink holders to the wall like they did in Hustle & Flow. I'll just put some there. I'll be like, oh, the lemon pepper's coming. I'll just, like, say that every five minutes. Like, I'm in, like, I'm in the studio. You should, that that should be, if you were a producer, I think that would be your DJ call out. Those lemon peppers coming. Get them lemon pepper flats. (laughs) But let me ask you, because the people, the people have been texting me. They're saying, I'm following all these picks. Really? People people love the bullshit. People love the, of the talking, the broad talks, all that stuff. Yeah. Let's get to why we're here and let's give some winners. Uh, Believe it or not, how are we going to do this? You won more last week, but I'm still the overall leader. So who gets to go first? I think. How does it work in golf? Is it who wins the hole or who's still winning? It's still who's still winning. I think so. So you're up. All right. But so I'm I, only have, go... I only have five picks this week because I really don't like the board. I got five and I got a lot of weird picks and I'm going to have to repeat mine. Do you have I any? Have... Do you have? Can I ask you this? Yes. 
do you I think we're aligned on one pick. Okay. Is it more than one unit? Do you have any picks that are more than one unit? I have two two unit plays today. Put the one that I know is the same one as me last. I I doubt we have the same pick, but I think I think we have the same game. Okay. I think I doubt we have the same pick though, but I thought we wanted a certified syndicate lock. You'll see. I think you're going to hear this pick and you're like it so much you might flip. So we'll see. Okay. Okay. You go first. I'm going to start with my only, my boring pick, my normal one. This is my, this is my just you know pick that you could go up to the window say give me number one ninety three and walk away. That's Toledo minus seven one unit play. I've been thoroughly impressed with Toledo. I, don't I like have not. I, I like how they played Illinois. I like the offense. I like San Jose State coming across the country. Do we have a fight? We don't have a fight. I don't have okay. any I don't have anything on this, but I'm just saying I do get your point about them going from west to east. I do get that point. But okay. Like, I like the Toledo and it's it's a night game, so you're not getting the one o'clock game which you like with these East Coast, but give me Toledo. I think San Jose State has just been beat up. No, they played good teams. But at a certain point, this attrition of playing these good teams every once in a while, you know, getting beat up and then going to play a pretty tough max school. Give me Toledo minus seven. That's just a one unit play. Wow. That's one straight up game on the board where I thought that should maybe be a little bit higher. And that's usually what I've been doing. Okay. I like it. Uh, Here's my first pick of the week. It's the hold your nose pick of the week. Uh, It's Western Kentucky catching 28 against Ohio State. That is a road game uh, in the shoe. Tough environment. But Ohio State has and Kyle McCord has not impressed me at all on offense. And what I understand Western Kentucky likes to play fast. So if you get yeah. down behind early, that might be an issue. But Western Kentucky has the ability to score. I still think they're going to put points on Ohio State. Um, I, so I, I like the fact you're catching four touchdowns there with a team that is documented good at scoring versus a team that has offense issues and Ryan Day's anemic offense. The Ohio State, how the Ohio State offense has not exploded yet is unbelievable. They have Marvin. Oh my gosh, these receivers are crazy. Yeah. I mean, you still have you still have Henders. You have all these guys all over the field, and it seems like Ohio State every week at halftime's up like ten to three. Yeah, and and so then I, and then and then Ryan Day comes out and is like, "It's the clock. The clock rules are messing. That's why that's We're what the issue is. Those five plays, and that's a one unit play. That's one unit on the on the tops. Top me off. Give me that. Give me that top and braid my hair. No. <laughs> All right, mm. I got Clemson first half minus 13 and a half. Disgusting. I, what, I'm, doing what? The, I'm doing the opposite. Clemson has been, this has been one of the, I wouldn't say disappointing, but just one of the more no, over, it's disappointing. Under, underwhelming teams. And what I think is like anything, you're looking for a hot start. Dabo all week for two weeks has had to defend his program up and down. If he can't get these guys to score to beat Florida Atlantic by two touchdowns in the first half, you can just call Clemson then. We can fade them all year. Okay. So this is this is more of a prove-it-to-me game for Clemson. Uh, say what you want about Dab and the anemic offense. They should be able to bully their way to some points. Okay. I think this is a 24 nothing, 24-3 first half. Uh, I think Clemson's defense is going to swallow up FAU. And 13-and-a-half uh, first half, I think that's a good play. Clemson uh, over 17-and-a-half in the first half, I looked at too. But uh, I like that Florida Atlantic could surprise with a couple yeah. ten, ten points, but I think they're easily covering that 13 half. I've been really good on these first half numbers, uh, but give me Clemson first half minus 13 half. You can get it for plus money right now. It's plus 105. Okay. My last pick was minus 110. This one is uh, currently minus 110, or at least it was when I got it. Uh, that is one unit on over 10 points in the first quarter, KSU and Missouri. 
Okay. That is a fun stat. I know we were talking about Colorado uh, last week. 98% of the public was on Colorado. So the Mizzou-Kansas uh, State game, 95% of the bets are on Kansas State minus four and a half. So if you're looking for a trap game, uh, I was is. looking at Kansas State. That's it. Uh, you're looking I, have at, Kansas, you I have Kansas State. Do you really? Yeah. Add them, to, add them to the card. One one unit minus four and paid. a half. I watched all – dude, I watched – the and my reasoning is okay. I watched all of the Missouri-Middle Tennessee game. Yep. The only reason Missouri won that game is they got bailed out on a pass yep. interference call late. Like in the fourth quarter, you get the first down, you can take knees. They did not deserve the pass interference. At Rick Stockstill was hot. Like he cracked his headset on the sideline for middle. Like they Missouri did not totally deserve to win this game. And so, yeah. I, I, Eli Eli Drinkwitz just has like it in his body to only go six and six. And he's yeah. already won two games. So I think he's due for they a blowout. He's due for a blowout. So you're taking over 10 points first quarter. Yes. And you're taking K-State minus four and a half. Yes, I got to – I'll be your back. All right. You go So ahead. I'm going to give my pick while Frankie goes and takes his uh, organic, hippie, gluten-free, soft, liberal, elite, coastal pizza out of the oven. Well, what Frankie told me is he he bought a pizza. Okay, he lives in New York City, which is the mecca. I don't need to tell you. It's a mecca for pizza. And instead of just walking, I don't know, 800 feet – to any pizza shop where you could get a pretty good slice or maybe walk in a couple blocks and get a great one. He goes to a corner store and buys a $15 frozen pizza. You know, maybe he's got the money to play around like that. Maybe he's just such a, a coastal snob that he won't eat anything that doesn't come in a fancy box that tells him how much, you know, how superior he is to everybody. He's not good enough for a, you know, a, a working man slice. That's what it sounds like to me. But uh, that's why we have to take this quick break or why I'm just sitting here biting air is because Frankie has to go rotate a $15 pizza. But the pick that I'm going to give, I'm going to give it off air so he can't poo-poo it or tell me why I'm a loser. It's App State, North Carolina, Wisconsin money line. Uh, I've been so impressed with this App State team. They gave North Carolina all they wanted last week. And that's going to go into my next peaks. Uh, North Carolina, Minnesota. I, I just can't get over Minnesota. I don't really like them. I don't think that team's built to stay with the scoring with uh, North Carolina. And then Wisconsin, Moneyline, uh, Georgia Southern, Wisconsin, tough Wazoo State or tough Washington State team last week. I think that they're definitely due. They're a minus 1,000 pick. That was a throw to get the juice at plus money. But App State, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Moneyline, triple Moneyline parlay. It's plus like 103 right now. That's a okay. one unit play. Um, so that's what I missed is your App State whiskey and North Carolina. Who's North Carolina got this week? They got Minnesota. Okay, that's a win. That's a win. Minnesota can't keep up with the scoring, like you said, probably. Wisconsin's got Georgia Southern and App State. That scares me. Scared of Georgia Southern? Yeah. Gasso? Clay Helton? I'm not I'm not worried about him. Okay. I'm not worried about I think my I think my Wisconsin boys get back on track. You know, that was one of my big that was one of my big preseason. I had the o- I had the over. I had the over in that one. We did, and we got App State taking on your ECU boys. So App State, yeah, I watched ECU. Man, they can't throw the football, so App should be fine. They literally, they had in the first half, they had no passing yards. I think they literally had none. No, and that's my that's my one unit uh, triple money line parlay. So a lot of games, but I think uh, I don't think there's any trouble with whiskey. I don't think there's any trouble with App State, and as long as Drake May uh, stays upright, I think North Carolina takes care of business. Okay, I gave you. Uh... 10 or i sorry it says we have 10 minutes left i gave you one two three four i gave you four how many have you given 
No, you give me three. You give me WKU over K uh, K State and then K State. You give me three. Oh shoot. Um. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this one you had a little Mac pick. I got a Mac pick. Um, uh, Curtis Rourke is back, folks. He's back from injury, and Ohio is catching three and a half at home against uh, Iowa State, who's not very good. Um. Uh, they do have a, a one standout player. I forget his name, which is in dynamite analysis by me, but he's a receiver. He's he's actually been pretty all right for them. But uh, they, Iowa State, I don't believe in their ability to keep up with the power that uh, Ohio has. And uh, I'm happy that Curtis Work is back, the Maple Missile. I think a lot of, of Iowa State guys listen to the pod. At least I believe it. Yeah, I believe that too. Gamblers, document again. That should be our team, honestly. Honestly, we should be on. If anyone from Iowa State wants to come on the pod and give us a few tips, we'd be happy to hear it. Yeah, maybe quarterbacks like a little gimpy. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I like. I really like the Bobcats at home this week. You got it for one or two units. One units, and I unfortunately got it at a bad number. I got it at three and a half, but it's minus one twenty. Too much juice. But... Okay, you, you gave so much positive. Last I gave week. so much last week. We can, we can give a little little Welch's back to the community. Love Here it. is my first two unit play. And I just I, I love this one. Florida plus 14 and a half. Mississippi State plus 14 and a half. Teaser pleaser. Uh actually it's not even technically a teaser because it's plus money. Uh two unit play, Florida plus 14 and a half. It's a hold your nose pick. Florida, Tennessee. Everyone see Tennessee's offense. 14, bro. Florida stinks. Bump it up to 14. I think Florida actually, if we're doing I've been pretty hot with these money lines. I think last I week. Know I you have. Last week, if you looked at the picket, my two money line picks were Rice and Cincy. They won outright. Yeah. The week before it was Duke, uh, Florida State, and Wyoming. My money line pick this week is Florida. I think Florida wins it. I don't think Mertz is great, but I think the physicality of Florida is going to slow down Tennessee enough to keep it in the game. But 14 and a half, uh, juicing that number up, obviously. I think it's hmm. good. Mississippi State, I think LSU and Mississippi State are a lot closer than – I think I, I agree with you there. I think LSU is overrated. And I had the decision, do I want to tease LSU down? Do you want to mm-hmm. tease Mississippi State up? Uh, I think Mississippi State potential to win that game. I think LSU does, but I think it's by a touchdown or less. But give me the extra security blanket. 14 plus Florida plus 14 and a half. Mississippi State plus 14 and a half in Stark Vegas. That's a two-unit winner for sure. Uh, I love that. Uh, my two-unit play, I'm sure Yenzer has a pick on this game. Yep. It's the best game of the week. It's a shame it's not college game day. It's the backyard brawl. It's West yep. Virginia Pitt. And I have two units on our hometown Mountaineers covering the one. <laughs> yeah, I just took the one because uh, their money line was minus one of four, and I figured get the one point of security uh, as opposed to uh, whatever. I want to give my next pick, and then we're going to talk about the brawl real quick. What we think is going to happen? So, okay. My final pick. This one's going to be you're going to have to set it up on Fanduel because you're going to have to do a same game parlay with another game. But you can do that on most. It, yeah, you can do that on DraftKings too. It's the same game parlay X. Same game parlay X. Remain on top and stay in the underground. Let's go. Penn State. Over 24 and a half points. Okay. That's happening. Penn State money line. That's okay. happening. Okay. West Virginia over 2.5 touchdowns. That brings that same game parlay up to plus 135. That's a two unit play. So, wow. You think we're going to score more than three, two touchdowns? I, I, I hope, I pray that we score three touchdowns. Uh, over two and a half touchdowns. Hey, they can come anyway. Fake field goal, punt return, pick it six. Come, doesn't matter how they come, but. And I also looked at I, I looked at uh, the pit over two and a half touchdowns. Actually, they're both good bets if you can stack them together on the same game and that, pick it. Uh, the reason I have reason as to why the pit scares me. Pit. Let me hear it because that's my. Those are all my plays. Those are all Frankie's plays. No, the I'm, pit, not the pick. The pit, the pit uh, touchdowns. The pit touchdowns. Okay, I, I I'm going to do a quick recap and then we're going to talk about the pit West Virginia game real. Yeah, quick. please, let's do it. All right. 
Frankie Dimes, Western Kentucky, plus 28, one unit. Over 10, first quarter, K-State, Mizzou, one unit. Kansas State, minus four and a half, one unit. Those are separate picks. Mm-hmm. Ohio, plus three, one unit. Three and a half is the hook. I got the hook. Give them the hook. And two units on West Virginia, minus one. Plus one. Yinzie F. Baby has Toledo, minus seven, one unit. App State, UNC, Whiskey, Moneyline, Parlay, one unit. Florida, plus 14 and a half. Mississippi State, plus 14 and a half. Two unit play. That's probably my favorite play of the weekend. Mm-hmm. Clemson, first half, minus 13 and a half. And then Penn State over 24 and a half with Penn State money line and the West Virginia Mountaineers over two and a half tutties. That's plus, I think a plus 130 is what I got of that two units. But we got a couple minutes. Let's talk we got about five minutes. Virginia. Let's talk about the West Virginia pit game. What is your prediction? This is not a pick prediction. What do you think happens? I think that um, it'll be low scoring. Okay. Um, Phil Jerkovich has not proven the ability to pass the ball. And the uh, offensive mindset of Pat Narduzzi has not proven to wanting to score the ball. Uh, West Virginia's game is is running the football. Uh, it, it bums me out that we just like have a receiver issue because I don't even know if Garrett Green's arm is that bad. I just don't know if we have receivers that can get open. We and then we had some. Our best player last week was a a, a guy, a red or not a retro guy, but a walk on. Yeah. He was our best, but he got a scholarship. That scares me. I know Trelon Ray is injured, but that scares me that Rodney Gallagher and Trelon Ray are not like the pop out freshman guy. It's Hudson Clement, which all props to him. I'm happy somebody's stepping up, but like, where's Devin Carter? Like, where's Preston Fox? The receiving core scares me. It's this is probably, and the reason, give me me a number prediction. Give me your final score prediction right here. Man, these games are always close. So I'm gonna say, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say you get your wish, and I'm gonna say it's 24-21. Good guys. Okay. I cannot believe how bad the secondary is for West Virginia. It's bad. They allowed 17 to Duquesne, and Duquesne was flying all over the field. If you don't know where Duquesne is, I'm from Pittsburgh. Duquesne is uh, the stadium holds less than most high school stadiums in Western Pennsylvania. It's sad. It's a 2,000 capacity stadium. Duquesne is like the soccer team used to kick the football team off the field to practice at Duquesne. It is not a big time school. That's an honest to God true story. I've seen it happen. That's not a big school. And they scored 17 points on us. Pitt, whatever you say about him, the offense, obviously maybe look at game against Cincy. It pains me to say, I think the final score is 35 to 24 Pitt Panthers. I don't believe in our Mountaineers this year. I hope I'm wrong. Yeah, This is a... Neil Brown gets fired game if he loses. Maybe not right after. I don't think I don't think if it's close he gets fired. I really don't. Yeah. I I, I don't think that I, I hope we win. I hope there's Neil a- has an opportunity here because there's teams in the Big 12 that stink now. Yep. He's yep. got an opportunity. And you know that what's kind of funny is they said after the rain delay, he he passed off passing or pass off play calling to, to Chad. To yeah. Scott, and the offense actually looked alive, but uh, I think we get over two and a half touchdowns. I don't think Pitt's defense is very good. I don't think Pitt's offense is very good. We get that, if we get that push on the O line, man, we could run all night. That's what that's what the plan is, where they just run it down their throats. Uh, Jorgovich makes a few big big mistakes, and we take advantage. I still think we get to over. Uh, I think we get over two and a half tutties in the game. Yeah. But I don't know if the secondary holds up. I don't know if Neil Brown's conservative play calling holds up, and I don't know if the overall team talent holds up. Right. Uh, I don't think we have this. Our is punter, the- our punter was in a walking boot. Don't like that. Yeah, well, he might be needed a lot, but <laughs> this is this is the game. I'm excited. I want my Mountaineers to win. I was so bullish on them last year, and I think I've been pretty even keel on them this year. I think yeah. I was right on both games. Yep. But 
I think it's a loss for the Mountaineers. I will be pleasantly surprised. I will have my blue and gold on all day Saturday rooting for it. Of course. But I don't have any faith in this team, and they just they don't have the overall talent. I don't think it's a will thing anymore. I think it's just pure pure skill. Pure talent. I believe – I mean, dude, the secondary stinks, and Miller's going to be out for a while. Montrez Miller's going to be out for a while, so that hurts us at corner. Um, I just – it just – like we said, the secondary, because we have decent, like there's a skill, there's a quality guy at each level. Yeah. Um, I love Lee Koba. I love the linebackers and I like our D line, Sean yeah. Martin. And then they got this guy from Kentucky that's been playing pretty well, but I don't know, man. Um, I don't know enough about the pit offense as far as playmakers go. The only thing, even just because the biggest story is Phil, Dr- Phil Dracovich. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the only, like, I don't really know, like, is there like a receiver we should look out for? I don't, I just don't know. It's, he's a big enough talent that he can exploit it, but I think Mountaineers go down, but I think we're going to have another winning weekend. Dimes, any last thoughts? Um, Let's go, Mountaineers. Let's go drink some beers. Hell yeah. Cheers, beers, Mountaineers. Hopefully, Mountaineers by a billion, at least by 21 points. All right. Have a good night, everyone. Thank you for listening. Night, everybody. We'll be seeing you. Bye. Peace.